Welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast. This is the Internet's only college football podcast. And finally, after many, many moons of sailing across the barren deserts, the void of the offseason, we're here. We already done had some football. Like, week zero, that's the piddling little present you get to open the night before Christmas. Did y'all do that? Was that a thing in your house? Say, Ryan Nanny? Yeah, it it was for for my wife. That is when they do stockings, which is confusing to me. I enjoy that. I know very intelligent people for whom the slightest difference in holiday rituals is baffling. I'm including myself because no, that, that's that's not why it's baffling to me. The whole point of stockings is that like that Santa's supposed to fill them, right? So why would you do it the night before? Because that's when the pre-Santa arrives. Like Santa, Santa, that's when like the opening Santa comes through, or like John the Baptist. That's when John the, the week zero Santa. Yeah. It's week zero Santa. Did we just that's, boo him off. We just boo him off the stage, right? That's you when trash. Hawaii, you trash. Please welcome Santa. Nick Rolovich. Yeah, it's Hawaii Rainbow Santa. He comes through and he just shovel passes gifts into your stocking. And he sings, "Here comes Santa Claus," but to the tune of Crazy Town's "Butterfly." <laughs> Mike Bobo, Mike Bobo, I got you a hot seat. I think it like it, like week zero Santa. It's like Santa's already here. Santa's already here, and now he's already gone. Come, my lady. Come, come, my lady. <laughs> no. I uh, yeah, I the the one holiday thing that baffles me is that my wife's family. They, they used to open their presents when they had an order. They would open them in order so everyone would watch you open one. And then they would go, no, wait, you open one. As opposed to my family where you just went in like Visigoths, right? right? Like, just, like a pack of bears that broke into a dumpster. Exactly. Just, like, that's not even your gift. I don't care. I hate paper so much. <laughs> It was. It honestly, it looked like if you just let a bunch of raccoons loose into a room, that's exactly what they would do, right? You're like, my little brother's over there washing a phone in the dog dish, right? Like, that's that's what our Christmases look like, because my parents were just gave up. They're just like, fine, burn down the tree. Open, open things that aren't yours. You know fine. what? The Christ child loves it either way. That's right. I mean, it was, you know what? It was not unlike Jesus going through the money changers, right? Exactly. The classic Christmas story. <laughs> yeah, Jesus kicking bankers' asses. Gold, frankincense, and <laughs> <laughs> This is This is our Christmas, though, because uh, we get, if you don't count week zero, you get, starting Thursday, a full... Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and Monday. You get, you even get a game on Monday. That's five dang days of college football all in a row. Magnificent spread ahead of you. Games which will, in the long term, probably just be a big sack of lies. Probably just be nothing relevant to anything that actually happens to the rest of the season. And uh, I don't care. Y'all care? I don't care. Hell no. Nah. No, put it on me. Let Washington have a win uh, over Auburn that's like 45-7, and Auburn goes on to win the SEC. That'd be cool. I don't care. Let him have it. It's not a conference game. That's right. This is an SEC West game. Bench the starters. <laughs> they both go 12-1, and one and they both go 12-1, and one and Auburn makes the playoff. I think Gus should just do that. That's the most brilliant strategy of all is if he just goes full Popovich, right? Like... Sorry, guys, I got to rest up for the SEC West. So uh, we're going to start a redshirt freshman named Thoy Charg. Not Chad, but Charg. Patty Mills is here. <laughs> yeah, Patty Mills. <laughs> you know what? He's just a valuable bench player, man. We're just seasoning them. Seasoning all of them. Chris Peterson's like, what the hell are you doing, guys? I didn't come all the way to Atlanta to play a five foot nine, 170-pound quarterback. Oh, yeah, you sure did, as yeah, it turns out. But you got miles out of it. Whatever. It's like playing Oregon State. Stop whining. The best part is that even if he did that, the Pac-12 would be like, we told you. Vindicated. Vindicated. What The other reason I like this plan is this way Auburn loses 
Um, but because they benched all their starters, the playoff committee's like, well, we devalued that win for Washington. <laughs> so... <laughs> Or, yeah, they excused that loss for Auburn because, like, well, all their players were hurt, evidently. Yeah. ESPN preempts half the game once this happens for, like, Overwatch. And now, in progress, to the Overwatch World Cup. <laughs> we felt that, we, we, the committee, felt that once Auburn uh, returned all its players from injury in week two, they were a much better team. Yeah. This is the point, y'all, though. We got week one stuff coming. So what we actually are able to do tonight on the full cast is discuss real football that will be happening in just a matter of days. Hallelujah! Praise be! Y'all want to get started on that? Let's. Thursday? We start on Thursday? Oh, yeah. Jason, you want to kick us off? Boy, do I. On Thursday. Thursday. In Atlanta, Georgia. Mm -hmm. Most important game on Thursday. At the Undead Ted. Turner Field repurposed into a football stadium with a capacity of 900 people. Kennesaw State, Georgia State. The Battle of I-75, or at least a tiny portion of it. The FCS team is favored by 1.5 points and climbing. For pretty good reason, because they won twice as many games as the FBS team. Which has recently lost to an NAI team. NAIA team. And uh, lost to another NAIA team. I'll just keep talking shit about Georgia State till someone cuts me off. Oh no, we're fine with this. We're going to this game, right? Uh, I've purchased uh, purchased several tickets. So. <laughs> Let's, I, I believe we will be they able were to cheap. purchase more. <laughs> this is. <laughs> we might be able to. Is will we see the following things at Kennesaw State? For those of you who don't know, the defense does have a tradition. They do not have a turnover chain. They have a turnover plank. It's a plank of wood with the face drawn on it. From which cartoon, Jason? Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Yes. It's the plank Atlanta's from- own. Atlanta's yep. own Ed, Ed, and Eddie. They do play at what it's like Peach High School or something. Peach River High School. Peach Creek. Isn't that it? I so, so it's basically Atlanta. And I don't know if it's made by Adult Swim. We'll claim that. So a uh, a like freshman backup wide receiver found a stick of wood on a vacation spring break in Florida. And that became like the university mascot. So Georgia State has no prayer. Absolutely none. No. You know what owls do? They swoop in silently. No, they make noise. They, they, they do. Yeah, they make big scary noises. They make noise. I have a two year old bitch. She knows that. <laughs> Gonna drop a parliament <laughs> on your ass. So yeah, here comes the flex bone. FCS flex bone. Um, now, now, once that game is out of hand... Once Kennesaw State is, you know, ahead by four touchdowns. Well, we're, flex, rooting- we're flex bone teams. We'll be up by like one touchdown, but carry yeah, on. Forever. You'll be up by 10 points forever. And because I like being wrong, I'm going to this game and rooting for Georgia State. Um, but Sad. once Why would you once, do that? I, did, did you miss the part where I like being wrong? Speaking as someone who has it's actually because- been to a week one Georgia State game rooting <laughs> for Georgia State. Why would you do that? Again. <laughs> I like being wrong. Just let Still me have just this. about the most fun we've ever had at a football game. That was so much fun. <laughs> being like three out of 17 people at Georgia State versus whichever Division 5 team they beat with a oh, last second Oh, it was Abilene Christian. Sorry, yes. Sorry to the Abilenes. Um, so once this game is out of hand, if you want, there's another 7 o'clock game on Thursday. You could watch number 21 UCF at Stores, Connecticut. To face the Yukon Huskies. You could do that. Buddy, that's a rivalry game. You don't have to. Game. Well, should we talk about that? That's, that's a, they got a trophy. They got they got counterfeit trophies now. <laughs> we have that's false don't idols. Have <laughs> we have false idols in the civil conflict. <laughs> that's how you know it's a big deal, though. Remember, the civil conflict trophy, the only rivalry trophy I know of, which was uh, which died of neglect. Just forgotten on a field. Nobody I, I, took it. I mean, I feel like Paul Bunyan's axe has done that by this point. Like, is Wisconsin really <laughs> cultivating that thing? <laughs> it's, I mean, do they... The thing's probably soured by this point. You could nail it to a wall. Let's it's, face it. It's basically like made of cheese at this point. Minnesota gets it back in like 2028 20, and doesn't even recognize it anymore. 
20, 20, 38, more like when an elderly PJ Fleck is like, we finally got him back. He's still there. <laughs> Took me years. He, he's like grown hair. That's how long he's been there. Yeah, nobody's, nobody's Earth has nobody flooded and now we anymore. will row. I was right. I was prepared Minnesota's for water world the, and you were not. Yeah. When, when Earth floods in Minnesota is the land of one lake. <laughs> you thought row the boat was a motivational tactic. It was preparation. Now we have a boat and an axe. We're Prophecy ready to play Minecraft. Fleck. <laughs> uh, we're not being fair to UCF, though, who recently got in the That's NCAA real. record book for their... their la- now we can say national champions, right? It's in, it's in the record books. I mean, as SPNation.com tried to tell you in January... The uh, UCF title claim was only going to get more and more official. We tried to warn you, but some of you still weren't prepared for an August when the record book showed up and it said right there, National Pole Champions 2017, Alabama and UCF. It's official. Was it the Kali Matrix? The Kali Matrix. One of the... Uh, as Jason was so grateful to point out, let us all celebrate Alabama's 2017 split national title. Alabama won a share of a title. <laughs> disputed. A disputed title. <laughs> Thanks to a I mean, miraculous let's, coaching let's change by way. Nick Saban it, and some heroic overtime play, Alabama claims a piece of the 2017 title. It would have been I mean, funnier. If, it would have been funnier if that happened to Georgia. Too <laughs> In my lifetime, Georgia has 0.5 national titles. <laughs> I mean, Tua didn't come in till the second half, right? Mm-hmm. That's half, half a title. Around, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That's that's a good Don't point. See Scott um, Frost wallowing in that level of indecision. No. So UCF, congratulations. We're gonna treat you like a champion now, and that means the minute you lose your third game or whatever, oh the media hate. Oh the dynasty is over. What happened? What happened to this once proud champion that we will now shit all over and talk what? about how they were always a lie who what? benefited from blah 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 blah. So the minute, the minute you lose to UConn in, on opening night. Y'all want to know something fucked up about UConn? It's Always. really fucked up. It's really fucked up about Randy Edsel. Okay, so Randy Edsel is sixty, and as I was talking, mentioning to y'all before uh, we started recording, he played. He played college football at Syracuse. What happened? Hey, we're we need to restart. <laughs> I think. Yeah, hold on. God <sighs> fucking damn it! Hold on. Actually, I mean, one good thing about going live is our audio quality will actually improve in some ways. Only oh, for no, people absolutely not. Like we'll, be, f- we'll just be going through one feed, at least. Somebody's somebody's going to fall through the floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, damn it. I'm in hell. I fell into hell. Something come get me. <laughs> All right. That's I think shit that, that would happen to no RVD. No matter what happens, can we leave in Ryan saying I fell into hell? Somebody yes, can get me. We're leaving. We're leaving all of it in. All Good. of this stays. Enjoy the week one preview, folks. <laughs> no edits. All right. So as I was saying, Randy Edsel played college football at Syracuse, and then played the uh, coached rather. I think the first ten years of his career was an assistant at Syracuse. He's sixty right now. Do you know who his head coach was when he was a? Teen slash early twenties college football player. PJ Flat. Donovan McNabb. Tom Coughlin. <laughs> That's how old Tom Coughlin is. He coached Randy Etzel as a player in college. Tom Coughlin is so fucking old. It's amazing. He's the world's most chapped man. He's been building that layer of chap for seventy three years. Sleeping in a kiln. That's a damn exoskeleton at this point. <laughs> you think I'm letting the wind win? No way. I'm stronger than the wind. <laughs> when Tom Coughlin find people for showing up early to meetings? Wait, really? Yeah. What? He he find he finds Strahan like not yeah. early enough. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. He showed up early and he was like, "I'm on time." And they're like, "No, you're you're not early enough." So yeah. I'm gonna find you for showing just up make early. Just meeting start whenever you want people to be there. That's just petty. Yeah, that's like some office space um, manager, sh- like the the uh, personal flair guy. That's mm-hmm. that's that kind of type of shit. Oh, uh, Spencer, can I get a real good goddamn it, Ryan? 
God damn it, Ryan. It's the year's first God damn it, Ryan game of the week, or at least of the Thursday. This is this is my thing where I pick a game nobody wants to talk about, but I'm going to talk about it. Savannah State at UAB. Christ Almighty! Thursday hey, um, at eight o'clock. The game and given the 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 phonemes and monemes in this word, yeah. I vote that we rename this this school Nanny State. Wow! That's That's Nan- Nanny State versus uh, with an I. Dragon A and M. Savannah State, uh, this is news to me. I learned this tonight. This is their last season in FCS. Do you know which way they're going? Damn. They're not going up. They're not going up. Thank God. Thank God, because Florida State would schedule them twice a year. (laughs) They they enter this year with, uh, I think this is their 18th year in uh, 18th or 19th year at FCS, they're 22 and 140. Yeah. Out of last year, out of 254 teams in D1, they were 237th in Sagarin. And that was a good year for them. Um, it's not all, it's not all negative though. This is your friendly reminder that UAB finished with the same record as Michigan, uh, a one win better than Texas and won as many games as Florida and Tennessee combined. That sounds about right. And all this is like directly after they hopped out the grave. Yes. Uh, So I'm not saying you should watch this game, but at some point on Thursday night, if you see a score go by that you're like, that doesn't make 72 to zero at halftime. Might be this game. Just keep it in mind. God yeah, that's uh, goddamn. <laughs> there, there, there are more goddamn it, Ryan's ahead. Don't worry. Friday, Friday, Friday. Friday. <laughs> Friday, August thirty first. This is uh, Any, anything going on that day? Well, I mean, we got a little, we got a little something going on. Is this when we want to? So when we talk about podcast business, podcast business, podcast business. What's that business? business. Hold that business, Dick. Hold that business. So um, y'all thought we were just here to talk about college football games. In fact, we're here to talk about college football events such as the shutdown forecast live show in Atlanta. There are literally only a couple dozen tickets left. Um, So if y'all want one, do not dawdle. Um, cause, uh, the thing to be clear, we would lie and say that that were the case if it weren't just to make ourselves feel better and make it seem like this was, but that is true. Jason is telling you the truth. So like out of the 350 seats, which is three times as many as what was recommended for a podcast of our stature, um, there are only a couple dozen left and shut down full cast. We're exceeding the recommended safety weight limit. Listen, man, all we do is exceed expectations. That's Get in this elevator, all of you. (laughs) Sure, this boat can hold five more people. BJ Flex said so. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I mean, there will be football going on at the time. Uh, Colorado, Colorado State's probably the most noteworthy game. It always gets real stupid. And as we've already learned this year, Colorado Colorado State is capable of getting stupid. So... You know, keep that on your second screen. Well, actually, only only screen because you know, if you're at the show, you won't have a main screen. By the way, respect already for Colorado State. Again, I'm not here to watch teams that are real good at things. I'm watch teams that are here to get stupid. What are you here to do? It's a party. I'm here to get stupid, naked, take a crap in your aquarium, and uh, you know, make a couple of memories. <laughs> it's Colorado State. <laughs> More than capable of that, according to their performance against Hawaii. So I'm here to get down by 30, almost mm-hmm. win, and still lose as an 18-point favorite. Yeah, but, you know, have like a massive, you know, five-touchdown comeback or whatever. Let's just, let's do that all year long. That's fine. Like, like Ole Miss, oh, we're going to talk about you. We're going to talk about the game you're going to play. I don't really care if you win or you lose. I just want to see some some property destroyed. That's really all I want. Yeah. Speaking of property destroyed, the Duke Blue Devils. That's that's not even a segue. They, they, that's what we dare to go up against on a Friday. That's right. We know. We know. We know. A nation will crave television coverage of army at duke at 7 p.m <laughs> that's like the most competent football game i can imagine there's going to be like one penalty 
Oh yeah. So there, like, there, there is a, there will be a serious race to see what ends first, our live show or that game. Like we are really counter-programming this. Like, do, do you want to be bored out of your goddamn mind watching the most like sane, rational football game ever? Or do you want to see something really stupid? Cause we can offer that. Do you want to see planning and identity and, you know, crisp movement in concert or do you want to see spencer and jason and me and a bunch of other idiots and holly probably Mm. in a helicopter overhead with a sniper rifle why she have it i don't know that's what you're there to find out ryan it's a sniper harpoon gun (laughs) a snipoon gun (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh yeah that game's gonna be over so quick Army threw the ball sixty-five times last year. If they throw it, if they throw it sixty-five times this oh, game, ultimate ultimate table flip. I am not left-handed. What? Whoa! Army comes out, does the run and shoot. Mind blown. Be amazing. Um, I will tell you. I will tell you. There's a fun. There's a fun fact here, uh, which is if you are the gambling type, Duke's favored by thirteen and a half. I ask you, if Army gets up by like. I mean, even early, if like they just get up by like seven or ten, that ain't holding. Oh no! Because no, Army's... that'll that'll be like those stories about people who get like caught in escalators or whatever. <laughs> oh, Isn't Army's entire job just the run and shoot? <laughs> oh my god, they've been running. We've been running the run and shoot for two hundred years, son. Yeah. This would be good old man football too, because like David Cutcliffe's offense, if you've watched it, it's a bunch of mean tricks. It's a bunch of like he's such a dick. He is such so a much. dick. He's such a like. Oh, looks like they're gonna run. It's a pass. Rolled out. What a clever guy. Dumped it to the fullback for six. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of okie doke. And Army runs a triple option, which is nothing but play fakes and okie doke. So there's gonna be a lot of codgery old man football going on here. And yeah, it should come in at like two hours and forty minutes total. Da- yeah, David Cutcliffe's whole approach is like your your old uncle who's like, well, the appetizer portion of fried shrimp only has two fewer than the entree, but it's six dollars cheaper, and I don't want vegetables in the first place. So, <laughs> so I'm getting two appetizers. Yeah, he's the guy. He's the guy who figures out that uh, that if you sit down for happy hour. Or if you sit down for like a $5 blackjack table, they'll grandfather you in. He's like, I've been here since 1 p.m. $75 table. When I started, $2 a hand. I haven't seen my family in months. (laughs) But the savings. The savings. This is called making inflation work for you. When I sat down, it was 1987 and this was a nickel table. I would also point out that on Friday we we have a game, by the way, that everybody thinks that like Stanford's going to win. And I'm not. I'm not real sure. Wait, who says? Who thinks that they lost this game last year? They did, but they're favored. Again. Yeah. Well, Rashad Penny's not on San Diego State anymore. Like, so. like that matters. I know which teams no, won double. No, it, it does matter. No, I know which teams <laughs> won double digits in terms of wins over the past three years, and I know which team has a habit of stumbling out of the gate slow because they're studying. Stanford. Stanford always starts slow. <laughs> San Diego muscle. State don't play that studying shit. No, 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 no. Do you know what Stan? You know what they've been doing? Watching film and vaping and vaping on That's the it. beach. Vaping film. Vaping film. They've been firing airsoft guns at each other in a dorm room. <laughs> All right, and playing Fortnite. Well, Stanford, these nerds have been hiding from the sunlight and getting vitamin deficiencies and studying and coming out of the box slow. This is also important because um, San Diego State winning this game sets up nicely for Stanford to then turn around and pummel USC. Exactly. Please. Thank you. I'm glad you can see the arc of history unfolding before you. I feel like that's happened about eight years in a row. Right. You know what's going to happen? You'll be like, oh, Rashad Penny's gone. They have another undersized running back and some quarterback who can complete a bunch of rollouts and a defense that's like, yeah, they're all like seven pounds underweight, but they're mean as hell. That's that's San Diego State. They're going to win ten games this year. Done. All you're right. Gonna watch, you're going to watch this game. <clears throat> we will next talk about them in mid December. Exactly. So, go Aztecs. So that brings us to Saturday. Saturday, Saturday. it is. 
Which which noon game do you want to start with? So Spencer already started talking about one, which is Ole Miss versus versus Texas Tech. Yeah, come on, this is like like the, the Moss Grande El Stupido game of the week. <laughs> the dumbest. If you want to know, if you just want to put, if you just want to do the like like Willem Dafoe turning into the Green Goblin thing where you're just like, ah, you know, screw science. I'm going to drink this and strap myself into a chair. <laughs> Old Miss Texas Tech. Rocket kite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Should it have a sharp thing on the front? Yeah. They call it beta testing for a reason, cuck. I'm going to do it myself. <laughs> yeah. Just put Old Miss and Texas Tech into your eyeballs. <laughs> Is this, over- is this game in Jerry World, no less? <laughs> yeah, and the over-under for this game is... Ah! <laughs> this is the dumbest fucking game. We're wasting a ball game in week one. Why are we doing this? Like, if this <laughs> because was, because this is Ole like Miss the damn... isn't bowl, is Ole Miss bowl eligible? They gotta oh, play that's that. why. They gotta okay. play it week one. Okay. Dude, I hope they just make this a bowl game anyway. <laughs> <laughs> just call this shit the Zaxby's Bowl, and we are good. <laughs> And Ole Miss is pulling out the Civil Conflict Trophy. Look at that. <laughs> Whoa. Texas Tech has now killed Tony the Shark. Yeah, Dragging no, Ole Miss, Texas Tech. a horse. Do you know, like, the, pre- the preseason read on Texas Tech has been, this is going to be a really different Texas Tech team. They've got, like, 10 returning starters on defense. They're going to win games in a different way. This is going to, it's going to look a little different, fellas. Horse shit. <laughs> Absolute horse shit. This is Texas Tech. What did you eat today? You know, <laughs> something I'm allergic to. I like my favorite thing about the Texas Tech is good at defense now thing is, okay, guess where uh, Tech ranked in opponent adjusted S&P plus defense? 101. Yeah. Holly is extremely close. 88th. Damn it. Yeah. So, like, I mean, you always hear the knock against big, the Big 12, the Big 12 uh, defense of Big 12 defenses is, oh, well, you need to adjust it for the quality of offense. Well, even if okay. you do, Texas X defense was still bad last year. It was, like, vastly improved, but still bad. So, so you're like, telling me they're bringing... Vastly br- improved, but still bad. Yeah, you're maybe, telling me they're bringing back... Maybe it vastly improves again to average. Which, yeah, so you're, sure. you're telling me they're bringing back a bunch of the same guys from, from that. Okay, cool. I get to eat the same thing three days in a row. Yeah. Which, like, okay, let's go back last year and see what Ole Miss does against average defenses. I mean, this this isn't a stew. It doesn't really get too much better, you know? The flavors really have a chance to meld. Let's talk about reliable stalwart Ole Miss. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing, is that we're like, man, Texas Tech is just... It's just volatile, bad bathtub meth. There, look what's on the other sideline. <laughs> this is this is a bat. This is basically uh, the game version of you and your dumb friends in middle school being like, "What happens if we throw an aluminum baseball bat into a wood chipper?" That's Reddit. You just described Reddit. <laughs> I mean, Old Miss is probably the better team. I don't know if that matters in Week One. Right. I just don't. Like, yeah. are you going to tell me with a straight face? Yeah, man, I think Matt Luke's really going to have these guys ready to go. <laughs> okay, sure. Just based on my history of watching Ole Miss play, I, th- I think it's they'll definitely do one of two things in this game. <laughs> the, the university football franchise that would make John Heisman retire twice. That's, that's Ole Miss. Madness. In other words, a boon for you, viewer. Just get that 12 o'clock slot. Put it right into your jugular. Don't start gentle. Don't put milk in your coffee. Right? Don't 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 rise slowly from bed. Bolt up with the angry thunder of a thousand generations behind you going, wake up. Yeah. Well, let's not talk about the generations behind you when it comes to Ole Miss. 
Hey everybody, it's Neil Patel, Editor-in-Chief of The Verge. I host a podcast every week called The Vergecast with my friends Paul Miller and Dieter Bone. We've got a rotating cast of characters from our entire site, which is about technology, how it impacts culture, and how that is all a big cycle that causes us to have a wide variety of feelings that you can listen to every Friday. We've done over 300 episodes in the six years since The Verge has been around, but you only need to listen to one, the latest one, to get caught up on everything in tech news. Vergecast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere else you listen to podcasts check it out these we've had to replace uh starter nick shimanek uh from last year these are possible starters at qb for texas tech i may have made some of these up but they uh there are real ones in here are you ready yes yes blurt corker <laughs> that no what? Fa- false <laughs> jet duffy real real with two t's yeah, he is real Blurt Corker. <laughs> Rowdy Catch a Can. Real. Uh, minister. Please be real. He's not real. Damn it. Damn it. Wink Arkwright. Mm, no. He died 75 years ago. Correct. McLean Carter. Real. Real. Fake. Correct. Damn it. Tungsten Dowager. Fake <laughs> asshole. He's in, the, he's in the 2022 class. If I said real, you'd put it. You'd be on your heels for a second. You'd be like, mm. uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we didn't get the license for Wolverine. What should we call him instead? Tungsten Actually, if, if it was Tungsten Dowager and the 10 was spelled with the numbers, that would actually be a real big, uh, t- big if 12. If you did TV. that, yeah, now you got a SoundCloud rapper if you do that. Yeah. Let me let me rephrase. Tungsten Dowager is actually unlicensed Iron Man. Uh, Lock Ness. <laughs> Loch Ness spelled with an L-O-C-K. No. Yeah, he's not real. Peel over gander. Damn. That one's tough. I'm I'm buying that one. I want to believe. Yeah, it's fake. Bank bank roller. No. Fake. I loved his his album on No Limit. How's this? Fake, but not for long. Like, there's a kid out there named Bank Roller. If there's a general booty, there is a bank roller out there. Shout out to General Booty. The UCLA kid? Uh oh my god, it wasn't Sosa Jamobo because he was like the second no, one. No, because he was, it was the second one. There was a boss kid. Tugaloa. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, suspended for this game, by the way. But boss. Uh and then uh yeah, those are those those names are all fake. Now Ryan has a counterpoint. He sent me these names, and I want um these are all actual names on the Texas Tech roster. Because you thought I was being cute. These are all actual names on the Texas Tech roster. Jax Welch, J-A-X. Mason McHorse. McHorse? I, that's McHorse? the one that I didn't believe was Mc, real. McHorse. How is it spelled? Horse with M-C in front of it. It's like Mayor McCheese. So an <laughs> Irish horse. Mason it's McHorse. A Scottish, it's a Scottish horse. The only way it's worse is if it's, ma- or better, excuse me, is if it's Macon McHorse. Braden Stringer, Case Gatlin, God damn it, Trey Wolf, two Fs. Who's a kicker? Who's we a have kicker? never told a joke about the Big Twelve. Nope. <laughs> you know we haven't, which is why I'm going to say this with a straight face. Wide receiver Dax Niece, D A X N E E C E. The last two are Thomas Pynchon names. Miller Royals, wide receiver. That's M Y L L E R. Royals and assistant equipment manager. You went deep, Ryan, and I appreciate that. Cayman Ansel. That's C A Y M A N. I don't know who wins this game. I don't care. Just watch it. Also, Florida Atlantic plays Oklahoma in like 98 degree weather at noon, which very well could be just as dumb. It could be just as dumb, folks. We get a lot of stupid at noon, so drink it in because hereafter, the noon slate, as you know, is largely populated by Illinois somehow appearing on main ESPN. So take full advantage of noon having maximum fucking stupidity because you get you get Lane Kiven versus Mike Stoops at noon. I am excited for Oklahoma to like totally struggle in the first quarter of this and all of us to be like, oh, shit. Oh, no. I'm really Sooner's excited to dead. see Lane Kiffin and Mike Stoops in full sun. Yeah, wow. they're going to be so puffy. Ugh. 
Oklahoma's going to score 67 points and win by 21, and we'll all still be worried about them. Yeah, I, I want Coach this, Kiffin though. filled the water jugs with Bloody Marys. Uh, you know what's going to happen, though, is that Lane Kiffin will do this. Shift, man in motion, and the Oklahoma defense will go, ah! What do we do? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Just just Mike Stoops going, oh, God, they're doing that? I think, I think with the, the Mike Stoops protocol for that is, everybody back up, back up. Back up like 30 yards off the line of scrimmage, everybody. I like Mike Stoops because he's a guard in a Metal Gear Solid game where he's just like, <laughs> you get the, makes the noise with a little exclamation point. Wait five head. seconds. All right, resume patrol. I guess it's nothing. <laughs> oh, look, a pornography. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You just put up a pinup girl, and Mike Stoops is like, oh, a lady. <laughs> That's, man, Jason, did you do noises. that? That's incredible. Yeah, that was that was me, everyone. Just put a fucking cardboard box out there at H back in Mike Stoops. <laughs> <laughs> they only got ten men. Never know, never the wiser. We have the advantage of all the coaches who would actually put a player in a cardboard box. Lane Kiffin is number one. I put a bullet on my list. <laughs> and if he put the cardboard box in motion, that's a TD every time. <laughs> God, I want somebody to do that. Spencer, can I get another God damn it, Ryan? God damn it, Ryan! UMass Boston College! No! What are you doing? o'clock on Saturday! Ryan, can you see your crate from where you are? <laughs> Go to it. Okay, listen, listen. So, this folks, is- this is UMass, which scored 63 points in week zero. Show some respect. Uh, this is the UMass team that went 4-8 and eight last year, but... Four of those losses were by one score, including the Tennessee game last year, which we all remember. We That's all why remember you mentioned that. this. No, I didn't actually. I did it to remind you that A.J. Dillon, as a freshman last year, got 300 carries on the season. Steve Adazio has found his golden dude, and he will feed him footballs until he explodes. That's it. That's all I got. Oh, what if A.J. Dillon just comes out after the sixth carry and just lays down because he's tired? I'd understand that. That's it. You used up all my career carries, coach. <laughs> I'm I'm done. Sorry. Warranty's up. Forever. Like the, the Le'Veon Bell. Like like in college he got like what was it about fifty million carries? Correct, and now yeah. he's on stuck on franchise deals forever. AJ Dillon, that's your future. AJ Dillon does have a very mm, Ravens, maybe Chargers. He has a very Chargers feel. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Thinking Seahawks. No, they don't. Mm. They don't. Uh, yeah, that's right. They don't actually. They don't do offense. Every time they get the ball, they just punt. That's fine. Hi, folks. We're here to preview the NFL. Should we Man, move to the th- afternoon slate? Dude, there's a <laughs> there's a very important game in an NFL stadium in the afternoon slate. We kind of already talked about Washington Auburn, right? Okay, next up, after- uh, you know, actually, I, I, I do have, I do have a few more points to make on that. Oh Jesus! It's what happens when I actually prep. Come on. Oh, Mister Research. In okay, the house. here we go. All right, what? folks. Spencer's got a PowerPoint. What is Auburn's record against ranked opponents to open a season? What, like lifetime, time? like all time, ever, ever. 10 and 10 and 10 6 mm-hmm. <laughs> John you just say answer. 6 6 Oh probably like 2 <laughs> Mhm Uh Auburn's one Got to be like 400 Auburn's I bet one they've done six. that at least like once You are stepping over my hatred here I got to just let go it ahead, out Go ahead go ahead go ahead They're 1 and 7 against ranked opponents yeah. to open the season one and seven. What was the one? Uh, doesn't matter. No one okay. cares. They won. Guys, hey guys, I prepped. Simple follow up question. Ah, oh, come on. I no said I prepped. I didn't no say cares, another loser. person prepped. This is like White House communications secretary. Doesn't matter. One no one seven. cares, loser. Move along. Move on. We're sick of answering this question. Move on. Not relevant. No, I'm sorry. I, I was handed this information and I'm you know if it's incomplete you can blame the person who the American uh, people are tired of you asking this question Ryan 
Maybe I really you can go want wait outside. Spencer, I really want Spencer to be White House press secretary for a week, <laughs> just because all his conferences will just be negative shit about Auburn. <laughs> Actually, I do have this in my notes. It was fifty. It was, it was fifty-one years ago in a seven-zero victory over who? I don't know. Uh, Six. Houston. Why are you looking at me? It was over Tennessee. Seven zero. Oh, oh, Yikes. god damn it! I that was fifty-one years ago. You're, you're, you can't be mad about that. Yeah, and now, t- and now Tennessee, and now Tennessee's not ranked to start the season, so it can't happen. I think Holly's catching way too many strays here. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, uh, meanwhile, Chris Peterson, he's, he's four and three overall, one to one at UW in these openers, mind you. I don't know if they know what an opener looks like because Washington's opened the last two years against Rutgers. That's a way to do it. Yeah, this this is like starting this is like starting your running program with a long five mile run after gentle interval oh, runs yeah. to start your program the previous yeah. two seasons. Yeah, the the interval being like you walk for ten minutes and then you jog for like two ten seconds. Listen, Rutgers, you were the couch in the couch to five k app. All right, you did your job. Uh, then are there other afternoon games y'all want to talk about? The mid afternoon is not—it's not loaded. I think uh, the the schedule cleared out for Washington Auburn, which long term probably the most important game of the weekend. All jokes about the Pac-12 aside, the winner of this game is an excellent playoff position. So I'm really looking forward to this game. That's my one sincere statement for the for the episode. Huh? Okay. Same, and I think I think Washington wins. Like I don't see a whole lot. I, I just don't see a whole lot. Like they just have their ducks in a row. They're established at like they're established at more important positions. They've got, I think, better depth and they're more settled overall. And um, I'm just gonna put it frankly. I think Chris Peterson's smarter than Gus Malzahn. I don't think that's an insult. Like I just think you got all this time to prep, and you don't have all your positions set for Auburn. It's it's a bad matchup. It's it's just a real bad matchup. And Auburn will figure it out. They'll get they'll get better later on. Next. Next. Michigan, um, Michigan, Notre Dame. The noisiest game of week one. For folks who confuse importance with volume, this is your biggest game of the week. It's probably not gonna matter. Notre Dame fucked up, right? Like they they could have just walked away from this rivalry forever with the shutout, saying, "Yep, thirty-one-zero. That's the last time we played. That's the last time, unless the playoff committee or somebody else forces us to. That's it. That's the end. You can't. You and, and but now they've like just. What was the point? Was it wasn't that the perfect way to end this like weird sort of kind of rivalry? This is the most Florida Gator thing you've said in a long time. Miami fans are really here, really um, fear, feeling everything you're saying right now. Why don't you go do something you don't have to do? Go do that. Why would you, you ever leave your state ever? You should play Ball State every year. Oh yeah, twelve like, times. Yeah, like South Bend to Ann Arbor. Oh, what a what a huge sea change that. Oh, see the world. Wow, consider the splendors. Come on, stop it. It's out of conference, Ryan. Notre Dame is leaving their conference. The ACC. Yeah. This is an important <laughs> ACC Big Ten matchup. I, I, okay, to be fair, I do get why Florida wouldn't want to play ACC games. Those have not gone well. None of them have gone well, Jason. Yeah, yeah. Neither have games against Michigan. So just avoid this series entirely. Why would you conference limit it? One day we will beat Michigan. I don't <laughs> know when. It's not true. It's not true. Not the Michigan that loses FCS games, so. I bet we do something awesome, like we play Michigan State in a bowl game and beat them by 40, and we're like, yeah, man, bring it. Next year, play Michigan in like the Outback Bowl after kind of like a semi-disappointing 9-3 and year when we were supposed to be better. Michigan waxes us by 20. Man, can you imagine how powerful the Gators could would be with Ryan in the onion suit on the sideline? They'd score like nine points. Ryan would lose his enthusiasm, though. <laughs> Ryan's sitting and crying in the outback suit. Yeah, it only works in South Carolina. <laughs> Ryan only makes the Gamecocks better. <laughs> I'm the worst X-Man ever. <laughs> the best part is that you sat there and you were the good luck totem 
for a coach that both of us just chewed glass watching. Oh, I watched years. the whole first. I watched the whole first half in the press box. Like, why did I do this to myself? I've seen this before. <laughs> this this movie <laughs> this movie hurts. Then you immediately put on a cartoon plastic onion rig and Will Muschamp became five times as powerful and Jake Bentley turned into the second coming of Brett Favre. Yeah. Yep. yep. Miracles are all around us. <laughs> Michigan has the best defense I saw all year last year that wasn't named Clemson's. Oh God, I just realized in this example, Will Muschamp is Gozer and I'm the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. <laughs> You are the form of the destroyer. <laughs> oh god. You must choose. Do, does anybody actually do you have any clue what's going to happen in Michigan and Notre Dame? No. No. A lot no. of anguish. The, these oh, two fan yeah. bases are known for just oh god, you lose a game and Jesus, it's the end of the world. So we have that to look forward to. I'm I'm picking Michigan. Because I have Michigan going really far, but I fully acknowledge that whoever wins this game is going to be massively overrated. Oh yeah, this um, is the this is the Texas's back game, hundred percent. Oh yeah, and somehow Michigan that might be the back. conclusion we draw. Texas is back. Why? Because Michigan won. Yes. Yeah, playing the part of Texas, the Michigan Wolverines. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there's Louisville, Bama, which you know, sure. Oh shit! Damn. I think Louisville fans have a great attitude about this game. Just like, hey man, I'm numb. Go ahead, <laughs> punch, punch, punch me in the gooch. I don't care. Bobby Petrino is their coach. How are you going to embarrass them? Yeah, they're good. Oh god! Oh god! Is is Papa John going to show up to this game? You were saying oh god, and I was like, wait, did Bobby Petrino get fired again? And I forgot about it. No, no. I'm numb and can't feel anything. <laughs> it's so much worse when I have headphones on. Does does Papa the John show up? The extremes I have to go to to feel any sensations <laughs> at all. <laughs> consider, consider. It's entirely possible there's somebody out there who's had a threesome with Bobby Petrino and Papa John. <laughs> Possibility or probability? You are Satan, Ryan. <laughs> Oh man! Get get thee awesome. away from me! Is it Rick Patino? Oh, oh no yeah. no! <laughs> Go, Big Papa! <laughs> Find the schnatter splatter! <laughs> Don't finish what you can't start! Oh god! All right, Spencer, give me give me one more. God damn it, Ryan! Get... No, you just did the worst thing anyone's done like to me that, all day. I like that Ryan is implying it can get worse than what just happened. Also, yeah, because because I want to talk about Akron at Nebraska. God damn it, Ryan! That worse? <laughs> Are you sure about that? Yeah. What if? A- all right. What if Akron wins? We need to talk about the amount of attention. <laughs> well, that's that's hilarious. This is all I'm saying. This is all I'm going to say about this game. That's your analysis. In hold on, me for mine. You're like, what if Akron wins? Hold no, I have, I have. There's math to this. Ryan all right. Oh, I'm sure. Bill, <laughs> shut up. In Bill's preview of 2018 Akron Zips, he said that last year's team was the Iowa of the MAC East, which is to say that they won more games than they should. They had a lot of turnover luck. They were. You know, not you. Sh- you shouldn't necessarily just look at the record and say that's how good that team was. If they're the Iowa of the MAC East, how does the Nebraska Iowa game go these days? Iowa's won that game three straight times, and now you scheduled MAC Iowa. What's that wrong with you? Analysis. I think MAC Nebraska is Northern Illinois because they have won in Lincoln recently. Damn, hurtful. God, um, yeah. I just, I just listen. I just want you to imagine. No. You don't want to imagine all these Nebraska fans super excited because they finally got a coach that they want, who's got this pedigree, who's connected to the school, blah, 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 blah. If he goes out and he loses the first game of his career at Nebraska to Akron, to Terry Bowden, mm-hmm. really? You don't I want mean, to talk about this? Sure, but it's not going to happen. I mean, they they won their spring game. How are they going to lose to Akron? Scott Frost just came off a national championship. Yeah, come on, have some respect. If it gets bad, he can suit up. That split split title though. 
split title. Yeah, a lowly split title. Hey, Scott Frost. Scott Frost hiked the Grand Canyon this off. Scott Frost's second split title, by the way, Michigan. Go figure. Go figure that Michigan would legally secure a national title. We don't. Actually, all right, we, we don't have to talk about the Nebraska game anymore. You can. You can move along. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Uh, I'm. I'm actually. You no, know, I won't watch this game, but I will here. record it because, like, you know, I do want to see the offense in action. They got Adrian Martinez, the exciting freshman, is actually starting. Which, yeah. like, I, <laughs> I feel like everyone knew was going to happen. Have there been any quarterback battles where, like, the winner was? at all different from what everyone totally expected like why do we do this every single year it's like oh god the months and months of drama and I mean, every single one is like yeah that's exactly what expect what we expect and nick saban like comes out and says like do i don't care it doesn't matter the they'll both play and we're like yeah i glued them together they're one man now <laughs> it's like yeah we know that you literally played them both in a fucking national <laughs> title game we know you don't care <laughs> you know we really do actually need for athletes only fortnite leagues to become a large thing because then we will have something to talk about in the off season that has tangible meaning and results. And we won't have to do all this bullshit that we do to fill the two thirds of the year that are not full of games. I am going to flip the script on Ryan here. Ryan, can you give me a, can you give me a goddamn it, Spencer? Oh, God damn it, Spencer. Boise state at Troy. How are you just sleeping on Boise state? That Going to good. Troy. That's a yeah. good game. Yeah, that's, that's a, good, a game. good game. If that was right? on Thursday, yeah, like that would be game. the game of the night. Akron's not in it, so it's a good game. Nebraska's yeah. not in it, so it's a good game. <laughs> I would like to elucidate my reasons for being excited about this game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Among them being that it might be fun to watch a team do to Boise what Boise does to other teams. Like if I'm an AD and I'm, I'm scheduling and I'm scheduling my season opener, my out-of-conference season opener, there's one adjective that I want to avoid, and that adjective is pesky. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't want you don't want plucky and talented uh, and kind of mean. Like, I, if you're, like that, that streak where Tennessee played Louisiana Tech to open the season for several years. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. And then hired their coach. Yeah, don't do that either. See? Yeah. See? Don't. Don't hire somebody just because they beat you, because uh, that might be on you, not them, if you know what I mean. But yeah, Boise State goes to Troy. Boise State's like, they're favored on the road by this. Do you know Boise State, by the way? You want to talk about like going unnecessarily big to start the season? They start their season at, I believe, at Wyoming, at Troy, right? And at Oklahoma State, which again, it's my favorite kind of road trip because it sounds like... Um, it sounds like you're fleeing the revenue or something. It does sound like you're, you're running from the law. He sought shelter in Troy, Alabama, then went to Stillwater, then all the way to Laramie where he was sighted. <laughs> no, it sounds like he's touring. If a you've seen or have any have information about, about Boise State, please call our hotline. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. This is not this is not the 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 guy what's what's the guy on Dateline? Mankowitz, Josh, Josh Mankowitz. Mankowitz. Yeah. Yeah, this is not the guy, Josh Mankiewicz, who Bill Hader has a great fit about Josh Mankiewicz always claiming, like, somebody was killed in Aruba? I'll go there. No, 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 no. This is this is the, this is the crap young reporter who gets the, like, there's been a murder in Troy, Alabama. We're going to need you to look into it. They got a Publix now. <laughs> a town so quaint they celebrated the arrival of a Publix, but it turns out there was a different kind of sandwich on the menu, a murder hoagie. It's closed because that's where the murder happened. Murder Publix. But yeah, this what, is what the, they really needed was a hero. Yeah, the the Neil. The, the, <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> that's the positive kind of goddamn. I'm in awe. Thank you. All I do is make kids. <sighs> no this is a good game, Boise Troy. I think it's the best non AAC mid major game of the year. This isn't even the game you want to talk about the most on in the evening of Saturday. Spencer. No, 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 no. I was going to let somebody else do that. So no, I can just you come. want you want to come on. <laughs> 1030. Are we talking about the 1030 p.m. special? We are. We are. Oh, because you know what happens at 1030, y'all. I'm already tired. UTSA at Arizona State. It's time for her. <laughs> 
Y'all, that's past his bedtime. I hope, he, co- I hope he coaches this from a cot, from like a pull-out couch he's brought to the <laughs> I hope he's got like old-fashioned jammies. In PJ, yeah, in PJs with the uh, the cap. sleepy cap with the little little sleepy ball on the sleepy hat. Seriously, though, of the myriad of ways in which we considered Herm to be an ill fit for this job, I have to admit, Pac-12 scheduling did not enter my mind until just now. Because, y'all, it's not like UTSA is really good. It's also not like they're untalented. It's not like they're too far off from the overall depth uh, that you might find at, a, I don't know, Arizona State. <laughs> it's not. Are you considering Arizona State? I, I keep going back and forth because I'm also like, <laughs> I don't know. Arizona State is sort of talented and just double up and not around. And then this came up and I was like, oh, God, they're really doing this, aren't they? So in this game, what would be the result that we wouldn't overreact to? Um, uh, lightning cancels the game. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, we would even that is it. like Herm's going to be out there like, see, God didn't want any doubles on his field. I mean, we didn't overreact. We wouldn't overreact to like to like thirty four fourteen Arizona State. We, we just kind of win for Herm. He's really got this shit figured out. I mean, no, but if it was just kind of dull and like it only picked up at the end, drop right? it down, think, drop like, it, drop that down to twenty six fourteen. Yeah, a okay. slow start with a flurry of garbage time touchdowns. Okay, is tw- probably what we have to look forward to, tw- and probably what we won't overreact with no major errors, right? Like nothing that we could guffaw and point at and go, ah, told you. I don't know. Even that is like okay. I see. I guess. I guess he sort of knows what he's doing. I feel like there's nothing that could happen here that wouldn't be overacted to. It's not going to fall apart there right away. No, but it. But it might. I don't know. (laughs) Like I saw this come up and I was like, "What's going to happen?" And I thought, "I don't know. This could go sideways." I kept looking at UTSA and going, "They're not. They're not that bad." Speaking of Arizona State, can I veer for a second and talk about? today's ESPN release uh, that announced the return of Coach's Film Room for week one. Yeah, who, who's, in the, who's in the film the room? the most unpleasant collection of people that I've ever seen assembled in one place, plus Gene Chizik. <laughs> Poor Gene Chizik uh, is in Coach's Film Room alongside, I believe, uh, Mac Brown, Todd Graham, Jim Mora, and... Collecting what I'm assuming is a pretty good sized paycheck from the worldwide leader, noted family values enthusiast Hugh Freeze. Oh, Hugh's back. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that special? Are we aren't we glad he's being given a platform for his opinions? He better not check his phone. <laughs> <laughs> and don't, meme. Don't give him a joke. And click and save and right. meme and stretch. They just don't, come don't. from they just come back from commercial and he says, and that's when I learned about incognito mode. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, come on. Anyway, please take a moment to pity Gene Chizik stuck in a room with those four goobers. But Gene Chizik's so happy now, right? Isn't isn't he like on the record being like, yeah, no, this is I know. Not- that's why that's why I feel bad that he has to sit around a table with Matt Brown and Hugh Freeze for a night. What if he's between them? He's just going to do curls all night. He's just going to have the the 35-pounders out doing curls for four straight hours. Hey, can I have my Bowflex in here? Is that cool? I'm just going to Bowflex the whole game. You can put a mic on me. It's fine. And I say this as, I think, the one writer in America who gets along with Jim Mora. Like, I don't know. This this room sounds... And I'm not saying, by the way, that this collection will make for bad television. Like, all these personalities might make for quite compelling television, but man, poor Gene Chizik. I hope I hope they all get together and they say, let's start our own college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do that shit, then Todd Graham's taking another job. <laughs> you thought Todd Graham, he thought five years at the same school would escape that joke. No, sir. Oh, Todd Graham, sometimes another job takes you. Could it, uh, could it be a nursing school? Is that- this oh, is what God happens when you leave Pitt, motherfucker. You don't, you don't leave Pitt on our watch. He was gonna. You're gonna. We're gonna count phones for Hugh Freeze and see which ones belong to him and which ones belong to Bill Cosby's bookie. Jeez, God. What? Can we oh. not tell that story? So, um, moving to Sunday <laughs> on Sunday, <laughs> the Lord's Day. Can I tell you? Can I tell you what our what Espionation's own uh, Ian Boyd described LSU's new offense as? This is amazing. Amazing quote. You ready? God, we moved yes. on fast. 
The Tigers spring game unveiled a, quote, multiple, unquote, offense, featuring an under-center downhill run game reminiscent of less miles, spread RPO plays, and a wide array of drop-back passes. <clears throat> hmm. So, um, the everything offense. It sounds like, yeah, this sounds like a church picnic. Yeah. So if you're inviting the offense to show up for LSU this year, just pretend it's like the invite to, that you sent to the person who's like, oh yeah, I'll be there. And you're like, yeah, we'll see you next week. You're not making it. Here's how I made this offense. I took a cup. I got Coke, Sprite, cherry Coke, orange drink, all of it. Just kept going. <laughs> it's the 13 layer dip. Yeah. This is a I great, got every this- color of Mountain Dew in here. <laughs> Yeah, this is a horrible Greek diner menu where they're like, we make tacos. I got the brown Mountain Dew. Oh, yeah, we can do lobster. <laughs> the quarterback in this offense is going to be like the person you see paralyzed in front of the Zaxby's Coca-Cola machine. Who's like, oh, man, do we want to say that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say it. Because if you're sitting. Cause no, if, I'm at the paralyzed part. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I was like, come on, man. It's not that bad. No. Uh yeah, I mean the person you mean you mean, you mean hypnotized hypnot that's right yeah just struck good edit all good struck. edit Ryan we'll we'll work that in replace there you go. the word we'll fix that in post yeah we won't yeah they just and LSU just announced the starter today right Joe Burrow yep mm-hmm. which I like because it is like what uh, Ed Orgeron would call Jonesboro if he if you asked him Joe Burrow Joe Burrow. I like that it's yet another Big Ten transfer. Hey, look how well they did with the Purdue transfer. Now they're getting Ohio State shit. Hey, folks, let me tell you. Where you at? Tigers, gather in. You know what I'm about to say. Say it with me. Danny Etling was a good quarterback. Danny Etling was a good quarterback. Danny Etling was an amazing quarterback. Well, good. Danny Etling was was a good quarterback. Yeah, he was good. Joe Burrow might be a good quarterback. No one will care. Everyone will shit on him regardless of what he does because he plays for LSU. What a doomed life, man. You commit to be an LSU quarterback. Literally nothing you can do. Everyone's just going to tell you you suck no matter what. Unless you're Matt Flynn and then everyone tells you you suck, you suck, but you're rich. And then you'll get, you'll, oh man, what a fucking awesome life he had. He got that huge contract and then they just drafted some guy to do all the work. Anyway, anyway, this is still a Seattle Seahawks podcast. Matt Flynn is the richest NFL quarterback who nobody has ever recognized in public. That is an awesome That's the dream, man. Yeah, Yeah. that's perfect. Come to LSU, you don't ever have to play in the NFL. Our goal is the witness protection QB program. (laughs) Yeah, you just don't want to be the starter, right? They're like, always always be next. I don't think you can call it the witness protection program. I think LSU probably has... Emotional issues with turning states. You're you're protected inside the alligator belly. That that's more like. Yeah. By the way, this is also this. If you want, if you if you go on the other side and you go, hey man, Miami's got a real good defense. I wonder if their offense is going to show up. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. Mm-mm. This game's going to be. This game's going to be. You're going to be so excited. You're going to come off of some craziness. <laughs> on Saturday, you're going to be so amped. You're going to go, oh, man, Miami LSU, it's the only thing on. And like 30 minutes into it, you're going to be like, shit, this is the only thing on. Man, this feels like watching Sunday night football. Oh, God, it is. This is going to be the game that makes you say, like, maybe we should only rank 15 teams. Yeah. Uh, that I seems like, that, like enough. Like five minutes in, we're going to get like, oh, hell yes, the turnover chain is back. I love the turnover chain. And then like. An hour later, like, God, I'm sick of the turnover. <laughs> the only thing I'm looking forward to is the plank. Waiting all week for Sunday night. Want some points? Well, that's too bad. No. <laughs> nah, we'll see some pick sixes. Don't you worry. <laughs> that's, this that's... game will be like 28-21, and we'll be waiting to see who gets that decisive fumble run back. Leading receiver, Greedy Williams. The winner threw for 103 <laughs> yards. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, LSU's got a really good cornerback named Greedy Williams. Which is why when somebody's like, who are you picking in this game? I'm like, I'm picking LSU. You want to know why? Because they got a cornerback named Greedy Williams, and both of these offenses are hot garbage. All right, so tune in, folks. We got a good show for you on Sunday. I'm greedy for garbage puffs. Then on Monday, you get to watch uh, an offense that won't be garbage, Florida State, because it's going against Virginia Tech's defense. Where are they? They're all gone. Yeah. All gone. 
Virginia Tech has roughly five scholarship defenders. Virginia Tech Thanos its defense over this over the summer. It's They're amazing. They're a balanced defense. No, Fuente, look, Fuente's a young guy. He's got a lot of ideas about Kamari method. And- <laughs> yeah. You, I have no feelings related to you. Dismissed. Bud Foster playing strong safety. <laughs> Justin Fuente dangling Bud Foster by the neck, asking if he sparks joy. Just see a player just running undefended and unchased down the sideline, suddenly beamed in the back with a lunchbox. Bud! <laughs> Damn it! Now that did spark joy. That would. If Bud Foster threw the lunchbox at a player and he had to like quit, that's a great way to end your career. Hmm. What'd you do? I got drunk and threw a couple of empties at the QB. I'm not sorry. I, have to be to do that. <laughs> I do enjoy that Justin Fuente accidentally created one of his Memphis teams. Because <laughs> the offense is going to be pretty good, right? <laughs> like offense, they're going to be pretty good, and the defense is going to be optional. Yeah, you got a like a young erratic offense. Like you go to like, oh, we're going to come to this blue collar town and we're going to play a bunch of coal mine football. No, hell no, you're Memphis now, dude. Mountain Memphis is it real? That's a hell of a proposition, just conceptually. What oh, is Mountain Memphis. Memphis? What what is the? That's a great wrestling persona. The, the Appalachian Memphis. Yeah. It's Blacksburg now. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, because I don't know what the Appalachian Memphis before that. Oh, Virginia Beach. Is it Virginia? Well, is that? That's too close to the water. We need someplace oh. up. Is the is the Appalachian Memphis, is it, uh, is it Gatlinburg? I mean, it might be Morgantown. Gatlinburg ain't lit. No. Morgantown? It's probably you can't Morgantown, actually. Actually, yeah, okay. If yeah, I, yeah. The test for me is is at any point have multiple people been shot in a night for playing the wrong thing on the piano? Yes. Morgantown. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got a cousin who put a guy who was cheating on her sister in the hospital once using the broken off leg from a piano. Sounds like that good dude was lacking defense as well. Yep. Go ears. <laughs>